welcome back to Waker of Whispers, episode 16. Did I get that right? Yep. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> How the hell is everybody doing tonight? Really good. Hopped up on some chocolate. Ready to go. Ooh, that's great. I'm good. I'm, I'm hopped up on chocolate coconut water. What? what? Yeah, it's delicious. Sounds... It, t- it, it tastes just like chocolate milk, but I don't. My, only my tongue likes chocolate milk. <laughs> Are you you saying that your tongue doesn't like chocolate coconut water? No, it does. It does. It, uh, the chocolate coconut water tastes just like chocolate milk. He's saying the rest of him doesn't. The rest of my body likes the chocolate coconut water too. So that's the that's yeah. the real treat. I think Ryan is revealing his secret weakness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just ate like a whole pack of this chocolate bar full of marzipan. Marzipan. <laughs> Aww. I always thought that was like a sedative or something. <laughs> it kind of is. You eat enough of it. Like they tranquilize you with that, with that shit. I wouldn't put it past it. So we gonna wrestle a gator or what? <laughs> well, Wes is dying to show off his natural skills as a Florida man. Last week, we had some stuff go down. We had the party dealing with the departure of the beloved Father Ozel. I mean, beloved could be a strong word. <laughs> no, we loved him. Uh, okay, I loved him too. We can still love him in absentia. Love. <laughs> dead to me. Well, for some reason, I just realized I put Ozil's token on these new maps instead of Mr. Kane. Ah. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> we walk into a room and Ozil's standing there and he's like, oh shit. Uh, uh. <laughs> just look the other way. <laughs> he goes and hides behind a table or something. Yeah. You know, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I was never here. Is Kane just Ozil in a rubber mask? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's a lot svelter. That's for sure. Hat of disguise. Could be true. Yeah. <laughs> in a world ruled by magic. It could be. You don't know. You never, ever know. Yeah, you got hired by a good friend of Petros Lormer, D- Judge Embrith Dermid, uh, to covertly gather evidence well to gather evidence without putting her name on the ordeal uh, that to prove the beast of Leopardstad's guilt and or innocence she simply thought that he wouldn't be getting a fair trial and wanted to make sure that there was no stone unturned just in case the justice could be served she set you up with her right hand man her trusted contact in the city guard, a Mr. Ezekiel Kane, who you met up with and proceeded to go out to the swamp village of Morast, where the first crime the beast is being held on trial for took place. The beast is being tried with killing ten villagers from the village of Morast. When you got out here, you met with a couple of Jorals 
and the village elder Lasney, who, through a little bit of sweet talking, you convinced to tell his side of the story and to point you in the direction of some boats. He said the beast had been snatching people in the night for some time, and after ten or nine or ten of them were taken, they set up and waited for him in the night and ambushed him. They then chased him into the swamp on boats all the way towards an island that they had been using as a burial ground. But upon being cornered there, the beast was apparently attacked by a large blood caiman named Old Toothy. Blood caiman are these giant alligators with the red scales on their backs. He pointed you in the direction of a Joral who had some boats that you could use and you talked her into that as well. And I think that's where we left off. I think someone was flirting with her. Yeah, who was that? Someone called her pretty. I think it was Surat. I feel like it must have been. No, it, it, it wasn't Surat. It was Ezekiel Kane. There's a difference. Oh. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Let's keep my name out of this. <laughs> well, before we jump into that, I kind of want to check in with the characters here. We haven't done this in a while. And see what's going through their minds. What are they feeling uh, with everything that's been going on? Megan, how's Flora doing? God damn it, you always start with me! <laughs> How's she feeling about Ozil and this new guy and this uh, job that they've been hired to, the trial of the beast and all that? Um, uh, I think she's she's sad and feels a little bit betrayed by Ozil's departure, but I don't know if we really got a clear answer about why he left, but he had said in the past that he had stuff going on at home, so she's trying to be understanding, even though it it hurt her feelings, the manner he chose to leave in without saying goodbye and such. Um, The new job is kind of whatever. She's really just glad to be home around people that she knows and feels comfortable with. Um, I don't think she's really bought into this whole beast thing yet, even though, like, they actually have something behind bars. She's, like, still feeling a little bit like it's a myth. And, um, Mr. Kane is an interesting new face. The end. (laughs) I refuse to elaborate (laughs) further. I think that's a great summary. I don't, I don't think anybody could disagree with that. I don't disagree with it. Um, I think Stormax's feelings are quite similar. He's going to do what he's been paid to do. Uh, he's not really a mercenary, but if this judge is a friend of the professor's, then she must be a good person. So he thinks, you know, we'll follow through with this, but he doesn't know enough yet to be enthusiastic about proving innocence or guilt uh, and he's really not that much of a detective so he's just seeing what happens and same with Ezekiel Kane 
don't know enough about him yet to say anything. So we'll see. Well, how about Sidriel? What's going on with Sidriel lately? Sidriel's being a Sadriel. Misses his friend Ozel, <laughs> who he thought he was getting pretty close with from the travels and the Aww. talking and researching things together. It's so nice. Uh, feeling betrayed by Kendra. Oh. Uh, kind of, yeah, just generally bummed, like, the whole getting to Lepistat he thought was going to be, like, a whole new leaf and everything was going to be perfect when he got here. He was going to go study at the university and it was going to be beautiful and everything went to shit, so now he's just kind of throwing himself into this to distract himself from everything else. Yeah. Poor Sidriel. Mama said there'd be days like this. No, she didn't. She told me I was a very special boy and everything would go my way. (laughs) (laughs) And Sarad, I don't know if you have anything to share about Ezekiel Kane. I'm I'm not going to start with Ezekiel Kane. I'm going to start with Father Ozil. Father Ozil is very scared. Father Ozil as a uh, character is going back to something that is uh, scary and unknown for him. Um, he has always thought this day would come and he's prepared for it, but he never thought that, um, it would come so soon. Maybe he thought he was dead for this one. Ezekiel Kane, on the other hand, is, is paying his dues, um, to try to move upwards in a society that is very hard to move, where it's not like... To move vertically is very difficult. And so he has this job from the judge, and he's really excited to make sure that he does the best that he can. Uh, The people that he's with are, you know, more of like, yes, he he feels more like a partnership with them that we're all on the same job together but not necessarily loyalty and he doesn't really have the camaraderie that um, Ozil probably did and um, that's where both of my characters are but yeah I mean it's, uh, it's cool I'm stoked I, I like to play these characters out and see what, what happens I know I feel like Ozil is my animal companion. I don't know where he is or what he's doing, but I know his emotional state. <laughs> no, that's that's my cats. Yeah. Well, well, well. Why don't we bring it back deep in the swamp outside of Morast? A one Joral, a female Joral, not to be confused with her brothers Joral and Joral. Who would be confused? <laughs> Has a couple boats. There are three boats that hold two people each. So, why don't we go to this map and you can place yourselves where you like, boat-wise. This is the boat? Oh, 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 look at her. She is beautiful. Yeah, and she sweet? Did you did you make that yourself? <laughs> no, I did not. We have a blonde Pippi Longstockings. Uh, she's missing a tooth. Uh, she's cross-eyed. She could be fifteen, or she could be forty-five. Uh, she, <laughs> she looks great. <laughs> Where did you find this artwork? This is not okay. 
<laughs> I think it was on some kind of SpongeBob website, actually. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. John has made a swamp map here for us. He's given us control of not only our tokens, but of some boats. We can drive the boats? We can move the boats, yeah. Fancy. Stormac and Sidriel on one boat. Flora and Daisy. Daisy can paddle a boat, right? I mean, duh. <laughs> Flora's not going to ride with Daisy? Flora's the strongest member of the party. She's going to be sailing way faster than we are. I will ride with oh. Helga. Well, then I'll... Or what's her name? Jorl. Jorl. Jarl. Jorl. She looks like a Helga. I don't blame you. Jorl. Yeah. Get to the boat, Jorl. It, it reminds me of those Carl memes from The Walking Dead. Come on, Jorl. Yeah. So it's like around noon, and you're going through these waterways and swamps, through some thin rivers that lead into like wider river spots, and then sometimes you like get up on a little mud and have to push yourself over. But Joral is leading the way in the boat in front, and um, it's a, it's a little warm out today. The sun is blasting through the trees here, and it's very humid. You've been seeing every once in a while these big scaly logs floating around in the water that you figure probably aren't actually logs. Those ain't scaly logs. Joel's like, yeah, now just stay in the boats and uh, they shouldn't be giving you too much trouble. Well, thank you, Joel. Uh, give me perception checks. <laughs> perception, all right. 23? 20. So Sid is prestidigitating himself a nice cool breeze. <laughs> 17 for Flora. And a 14 for Daisy. Alright. Stormak and Sidriel notice as you were slowly rowing through these waterways, everything like kind of gets dark for a second as a shadow of something overhead passes by. When you look up, you don't see anything. But it looks like something big. That's spooky. What was that, Joral? <laughs> what was what? <laughs> what was what? The big thing in the sky? Oh, you mean the sun? I hate that thing. <laughs> um, somebody roll me a luck roll. Not me. 21. Okay, not her either. <laughs> not too late. <laughs> Nobody else was doing it. Aren't she supposed to have, like, half like luck or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... what's up with that? Uh, I think that's saves. Garbage. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Just because he, you got your feelings hurt doesn't mean that you can turn around and willfully hurt other people's. I'm lashing out. You're not in the same boat. All right, chill out. Yeah. I can't, I can't hear your shit. Yeah, I know. I'm all alone in the world, and she's got friends and a home to go to. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... Meg, don't, don't you have a halfling racial bonus that helps you with made-up rules that John... <laughs> yeah, um, that's uh, my... half lean bonus to John's uh, bullshit. Yeah, my bullshit <laughs> resistance. Yeah. As you're coming through these waterways, Joral points out, it's like, oh, that bit of land up there, that's, uh, that's the boneyard. And we ain't been using it ever since the, the beast went down out there. I guess we'll find out for ourselves, Jarl. Now, Now bring us in nice and tight. And you see ahead, there is this uh, tiny, miserable island rises up from the swamp. There's like a tangle of trees covering its dour, reed-choked surface. 
Even from here, you can see that there's hundreds of strange fetishes and trinkets and sculptures uh, hanging from the trees. And as you get a little closer, you notice that there are a large number of those sort of logs, kind of, well, at least half a dozen of what you think might be those blood caimans kind of floating around right at the kind of edge of this island where he's headed towards. I count 11. Oh, those are actual logs. Oh, okay. <laughs> In addition to, there's blood caiman alligators that look like logs. Got it. And she's like, now hold, now hold up, and I might want to wait a minute and see if we can get a clear path. And we're here for those trinkets and things? We're here looking for clues? No, we're looking for evidence Why that he didn't kill, or... Right, he... They said that he kept um, grabbing people and going to this island. The beast, right? So we're looking for evidence that maybe that was true. No, he was grabbing people and just taking them somewhere and they were n- never seen again. But this is where they chased him down to in the last place they saw the beast. Right. Uh, okay, but why are we here? Well, the evidence that we saw from where he was caught, right? The um, the museum, or the library. Or was it the museum? Library? Museum. School. The- the university. University. <laughs> um, if if that <laughs> evidence trying. matches what we find here, then we should have like that would be a solid case, right? The big scratches in the walls, giant footprints. You're not exactly sure what you're looking for uh, specifically, uh, but this is the scene of the last thing that he's charged with. Uh, so just you're looking for evidence of any kind uh, that would prove that it was him or wasn't him. Exactly. Yeah, I think so far all we have is a witness testimony that describes the attack or the assailant as much smaller than the beast, and then we would need to check the beast for a wound on his, I think, right shoulder? Yeah. Or he would have been bitten by a blood cannon? Exactly. Giant right shoulder wound. But that's still, I think, would just be hearsay. It's a single witness testimony right so we need to find more the book says this is where to go to get it that's why we're here <laughs> that's why we're here John alright so Jural <laughs> says we should wait for some of these blood caimans to disperse so I guess we're doing that Ezekiel Kane uh, pulls a trail ration out of his backpack and tosses it over in um, this area that's like How far? How far is that? Is that, like, several range increments? Oh, no, yeah, that... 70 feet? Yeah, it's, what, three range increments? Two range increments for a thrown weapon? You could go to 60 feet and it'd be three. Okay, cool. Oh, oh, so minus four. So it... Okay, so let's just call it AC9, though, instead of me taking it off my penalty. Does that make sense? Sure. Apply it on the front end as opposed to apply it on the back end. Just roll it and then we'll see what it is. (laughs) Oh man, we're getting real close to working in Thacko rules here. (laughs) Well, that's a fucking 15 on the die. It's a 23. Alright. You're able to throw it just where you want it. 
And the uh, my trail rations are like beef jerky, and um, yeah, it maybe grabs a little pond scum out of it and chucks it over there in its leather bag. What happens? Uh, roll luck roll. Luck roll. Stormac whispers to Sidriel, Ozil probably couldn't have made that throw. Oh, no, he, <laughs> he definitely could not. Have. Ooh, that's a ninety-nine. <laughs> nice. The jerky splashes in the water next to that group of blood caimans, and a bunch of them start splashing towards it immediately, and they start, like, biting at each other and snapping. Two of them start heading toward boats. Sometimes it doesn't take care of all of them, but sometimes it does. Tell us about moving these boats, uh, speed, etc., Say it's a full round action to row. You could get ten feet per round. Fuck! Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, uh, a rowboat probably has the speed. Ten feet seems about right in six seconds in a rowboat, unless you're already moving. So a rowboat has acceleration of ten feet and a maximum speed of thirty feet. So yeah, you're actually not wrong. In the first round, you move ten feet. In the second round, as you pick up speed, you can move twenty feet third round you can move 30 feet then you can maintain a speed of 30 feet as long as you kept rowing that's interesting makes sense to me yeah right on yeah boats are slow to get moving very logical all right um why don't we go ahead and roll for initiative um nothing's attacked anything yet but so we can just keep track of things by round it's like oh they start to come at us Oh, there goes my nat 20. Nice. That's nice. a 17 for Sid. Why? When you roll a nat 20, it turns into a 17. Oh, sorry, it's a 27 for Sid. <laughs> it's 25 for Stormac. Our boat is in the back, but we're in the front of the initiative. Ezekiel Kane sitting with a solid 18. I rolled a 3 for a 4. Continuing right. my just breathtaking initiative rolls. I'm impressed. Thanks. <laughs> what is your dexterity modifier? Is it plus one? Uh, yes. Oh, man. Okay. Fuck yeah. Get it. What? I thought I thought it was higher for some reason. Yeah, me too. Sweet. How do you think I'm so strong? That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. You gotta sacrifice something. How big are these things? They're medium size. Yeah, maybe like five or six feet long. Do they have character art? Yeah. Oh, spiky. Real mean-looking buggers. Is this what Florida looks like, John? Pretty much. Just that, but in a muscle shirt? Yeah, and there'd be more tiki bars. (laughs) I feel like there was tiki bars on the other map. They just, uh... They were just viewed top-down, and you couldn't see the elaborate <laughs> poles or the colorful drinks. That's what I was hoping. But I think I was wrong. One of my um, favorite orders when we went to Florida was a fishbowl full of alcohol. Oh, yeah. Gotta love those. Is that how you order that? The fish hate it. <laughs> Can I just have a fishbowl full of alcohol, please? Sloppy Joe's. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much. And then it um, it came with a plastic shark in it that had a shot 
in its mouth, so you turn the plastic shark upside down in the fishbowl. We like to call them ruckus buckets. (laughs) (laughs) Is it insulting otherwise? (laughs) A little bit, yeah. (laughs) How dare you call my ruckus bucket a fishbowl? Technically, a ruckus bucket isn't a fishbowl. It's a thing me and my friend made up in high school. We were, we were staying at this uh, beach hotel, and we didn't have, they didn't have any cups in the room, so we went down to the like uh, the gift shop down there. He just got like you know like a little kid's bucket for making sandcastles. And stuck nice. that in an inflatable inner tube and just filled it with, uh, <laughs> I think it was rum and coke, and then just took that and floated out on the on the beach with it. Hell yeah! Ruckus and that's bucket. how you make a ruckus bucket. <laughs> Pretty awesome. The more you know. Door to the North podcast does not um, actually uh, think that ruckus buckets is a good idea. Take any responsibility for anything. <laughs> yeah. Please do not make that recipe <laughs> and then blame us. Do not endorse nor condone. Yes. <laughs> That kind of yeah. drinking. <laughs> Please do make that recipe and blame someone else. <laughs> Anyways, top around one, Sidril Azrenray. Azrenray. What do you got? Sidril starts casting a spell. He is summoning a creature. Oh, snap. All right. Stormak, what you got? Stormax rowing this boat naturally, and um, he says to Sid, "Where do you want to be?" and and he starts rowing us in this direction, moving us ten feet forward and slightly to the right. Stormax is is deferring to Sid and where Sid wants to be placed. Uh, I think Sid is currently waving his arms around and muttering arcane gibberish. Yeah, <laughs> don't know that he can respond at the moment, but you're doing a bang up job. Full right. round verbal components. All right, so you move the boat up. Ezekiel Kane. Ezekiel Kane looks at Jarl. What is Jarl doing? Rowing. Yeah, yeah. Jarl is rowing. Like straight, though, right? So I'm a I'm a rider in the boat. What is what Jarl is rowing straight ahead? Oh. Straight north. Well, well, you you were standing you were standing still when you threw the stuff, so she wasn't. She's not in the process of rowing. She's sitting there holding the oars. Okay, so she will be rowing or something if I yell at her here in a second. Jarl, head towards the shore as fast as you can, and stay out of the way of some of those compatriots. And he draws <laughs> his rapier. Roll diplomacy. Um, okay. Diplo. How dare you order Jorl around like that? Um, my diplomacy is a plus six, and ten on the die for a sixteen. Alright. She's like, alright, but you can at least get my name right. <laughs> Did I fuck her name up? You said Jarl. What's but her it's name? Jorl. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> You're right, Jarl. We just met. I was I was gonna ready an attack in case anything came up on us. I was gonna stab it with my rapier. Draw the rapier, ready in action to do it. You ready in action? Pull out your rapier and ready in action. It is this gator's turn. This blood came in. This gator. Or this blood came in. 
approaches the boat here and is going to roll a die here. So th this gator pops out of the water next to the boat, right next to Joral in the front boat, and starts climbing up the side of it. Like the boat is like tipping Whoa. over to one side as its massive like claws reach up on the front and it reaches itself up and it's like hanging half off the boat there ready to snap at Joral. My ready action would be something that I could attack within range. That is on the front of the boat trying to get at my rower. Um, I don't know if it would trigger to be honest with you. Okay, yeah, not in range. Uh, but Joral is up next. Joral's like, oh, hot damn! That's a big fucker! And she reaches in the back of her belt and pulls out the sickle that was hanging there and tries to drive it into the thing's head. Joral is rocking a sickle? She misses. God damn. I can get past that uh, face and those, those two little... Uh upturned braids. I mean, that's pretty hot. <laughs> Pull a sick out of nowhere. Big points. You could get past the face and the hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, she blushes as she loses her balance as the blood came in, is like tipping the boat over, and she misses her sickle attack. And it is... Oh, this one's turn. It is going to come up on the other side of the boat, this time next to Ezekiel Kane. Uh, so you ready to attack would go off then? It, it would go off in the square that it entered to the north, because it came around the side of the boat. So as soon as it came around the side of the boat, I would stab it. Uh, yes, you're correct. You want that yep. roll? Okay, attack roll, coming at ya. Oof, that is not gonna hit. I don't even want to tell you what it is, it's bad. It's a two for ten. All right, yep, that is going to miss. Is he going to keep moving, though, to try to get at me? He moves up right next to you, and his massive claws come up. Well, he could incur on the boat by moving. Up. Oh, he would provoke. He would provoke. He would provoke from Joral. And me. Oh, yeah, because you just use a readied attack. You could still have your attack of opportunity. Exactly. Oof, Joral's going to miss. She sees this thing come up on the other side, and she swings backwards with her sickle. I just hits it in the side of the boat. Oh no, not the boat. Pokes a hole in it. You can take it in attack now. Oof, I don't know about that one. That's going to be a 15 to hit. That'll do. Oh, 15 will work? Oh, nice. All right, 15, uh, 1d6 plus 4. That's 9 damage. He saw it come up, missed it the first time. Got a better read on it, stabbed it in the side the second time for nine damage. All right. Solid. Yeah. Growls and snaps at you as you pull your rapier away. And they are up on the sides of the boat. One is stabbed, and it's Flora's turn. Okay. I suppose I will use my sling staff because I'm, I'm not rowing over there. And I'll just kind of take up, try to get a bullet in the back of its head, I guess. The one that's attacking on on this side of the boat. All right. 
Sounds good. Oh, that's a nine. Nine does not hit, unfortunately. I didn't think so. Daisy is barking her ass off. Yeah. We gotta get Daisy a ranged attack. Yep, <laughs> la- laser eyes. How would he... <laughs> what does a dog have for a ranged attack? <laughs> Sonic bark, maybe. Bork. Uh, uh, top of round two, it's Sidriel. So, a celestial frog pops into existence. That's uh, why you're just- asking how big they were. Yeah, <laughs> well, I want to know if a frog or an octopus would <laughs> Alright. Um, so the frog pops into existence directly in f- uh, ahead of Sidriel, like just on the other side of that caiman opposite uh, Zeke. Alright. Oh yeah, I think you can pull it out from the summons tab. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> frog. Frog. The Sheriff's a frog. I think I know that frog. We've met this frog before. <laughs> uh, and the frog will just exist for a moment while Sid takes his turn, and then I believe the frog acts. Yeah, I should be able to act this turn. Um, so, Sid is then going to fire two shots into this uh, blood caiman right now. Alright. Which one? There's two. This boat is like compromised. The one that is the one that is being flanked currently. Ah yes. The one twenty feet from you to the north, in between the frog and yes. Ezekiel King. Flank steak. Jorl. So first shot. Twenty one to hit. That'll hit. So that is a six points of piercing damage. Second shot. Is also a twenty one. All right. Four, six more points of piercing damage. All right. Damn. Damn it. The, the odds that you hit two 15s and two 5s on two D8s is a huge odds. That's pretty cool. Now, if I could just stay that consistent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, after Sid dumps two arrows into this thing, how is it looking? It's been, like, stabbed, shot twice. Um, yeah, it is bloodied. Okay, the uh, frog is gonna bite him. He's looking beat up. Okay, with flanking, that's a plus five, so that's a 16 to hit. That'll do. Alright, for a d6. Yeah, d6 plus two. Nice. Four points of damage, and he gets a free grab attempt. Alright. That's not gonna grab, that's ten or something like that. Yeah. No luck. Alright, solid damage though. Wizards, am I right? <laughs> it was a fourteen. It was a fourteen to grapple. This is pretty close actually. No, oh, I mean that was that was a great turn. Alright, Stormac. Alright, I think I'm gonna just keep us moving to the shore, so this second round of rowing I can move twenty feet. Is that right? Uh yes. Okay, well, that's where I want to be. Yeah, you can probably pull that off. So I, I'm maneuvering up behind the frog and between um, the frog and Flora's boat. All right. Sidriel fell off the back as you just power power boated off <laughs> <laughs> without him. Vroom. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say that you're able to get where. No problem. And then... It is the Blood Cayman's turn. 
it takes a chomp at Joral. And, oh, it hits. Alright, and it does some damage. Okay, that's not good. 12 damage. And has an attempt to grab. Oh, it's actually gonna do it. Anyone that Gator successfully grabs is automatically pulled down into the water below. So he takes a big chomp into Joral and pulls her down off the side of the boat uh -oh. into the water and begins to death roll. <gasps> it's just a flavor death roll. He can't start that till next turn, right? So yeah, it pulls her down under the water and there's splashing and she's screaming. Oh God, fuck, help me! It's her turn. She's gonna attempt to break free. It's a natural one. She does not. Ezekiel Kane. Ezekiel Kane looks over, sheds a small tear, steps into the rower's spot um, of his boat <laughs> after she just got taken down. He picks up the oars and sadly rows away. And <laughs> <laughs> I. It's all kind of happening at one time, and it comes back to me. He tried to attack me, missed, gets hit by a frog. I jump over into the um, rower's spot, and... And you provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay, but he doesn't get a grab attempt. There's no way. If he hits you, he does. Oh, fuck you. Fucking A right. That is a... Da-da-da... Oh, are you saying sure. that's difficult terrain? That's why the five-foot-step provoked? Yes. Ah. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. 17 miss. Well, we're going to talk about the physics of the boat. Does him coming up out of the water trying to go over the side of a boat provide cover? <laughs> Either way, 17's a miss, baby. Yes. Get a plus two bonus to AC. Okay, after the move action... Ezekiel Kane is going to stab down at the Cayman. He understands that um, maybe at certain times, when you go down in a swamp with a Cayman, he probably sees a little bit of blood coming back up on the other side, that maybe not everyone's going to live out of this um, endeavor. He looks over and stabs down at the caiman that came at him, who is next to the frog, and Sidriel and Stormak and Flora throwing rocks at him. <laughs> it's a 20 to hit, which I'm pretty sure does hit. 20 hits. 1d6 plus 4. Uh, that's a 7 damage piercing if it matters. And magical. Why don't you describe that kill? Uh, he sees Joral get taken under. He looks over and he stabs at the one with the frog. Looks over, realizes that Joral's probably a lost cause, gator style, swamp style. And continues on with his day, <laughs> trying to row to shore. Wow, ruthless. This blood caiman is dead. And Flora is up next. Okay. 
So can I do some sort of like acrobatics thing to jump from one boat to another to another? Yes. What would that look like? So what? It's five feet to, to that boat. Can she do a little frogger action? Jump on the frog, jump on the caiman, jump on the boat. I was lit in my mind. I'm picturing her jumping up and like parkouring across the other boat, the frog's head maybe, and then onto the other boat. We're all picturing that. I mean, you're so light and the caiman's floating at this point that that might make sense. She's literally, yeah, I was... I just looked at her um, weight. She's like 29 pounds. That's lighter than my kids. (laughs) Give me an acrobatics check. How about like, instead of envisioning it as jumping, because they're all aligned, can you like do a wobbly run across stuff? Exactly. I'm not not trying to push you. I'm just asking if it's something you'd even let me try. Just just give me an acrobatics (laughs) check for it. Yes. Okay. Uh, So that is a 16. I was thinking to do your ninja run thing was DC twenty. Ah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you get to the blood came in spot and it it like stumble sinks down a bit and you fall. Give me a reflex save to catch yourself on the boat. Okay. That is a fourteen. Alright, you're good. Uh, you're hanging on the side of the boat now though. Okay. Um you say you still have move action or standard. Oh, then she'll yank herself up. Yes. Can I do that? Yeah. All right. Climb up into the boat. Flop. Round three, Sidro. Froggy's going to take a little swim. He's going to go up and around because Sid speaks celestial and is telling him how to navigate around to this. Uh... Couldn't he just go under? Yeah, but he provoked an attack of opportunity, and while he's a stupid frog, Sid's smart enough to know to tell him to go, like, up and around the boat. Yeah, Fair but enough. if he went under the other side, uh, he wouldn't provoke. That thing's dead. You can go under and deep and then come back up. Three but dimensions. Don't think it matters. Or I could go around, and then I'm technically flanking with Joral. <laughs> Joral's dead, and as soon as you get that through your head, it'll be better. Anyway. Frog's moved in. Uh, Actually, I guess technically Sid goes first. So Sid's going to try to dump two arrows into this thing. Okay. Uh, That is a 15 on the first one. 15's going to hit. For seven points of piercing damage. Solid. And second attack is going to be a 16 for another two points of damage. Fuck yeah, bro. Then Froggy's going to swim around and Froggy's going to bite. Bite at. That is a 12 to hit. Miss G7. That is Sid's turn. All right. Pumping some damage into this gator boy. Stormak, what you got? Stormak sees Flora almost go in the water. He sees Joral do. She did go in the water. uh, Joral do. Um, So Stormak um, (laughs) is going to also. Stormak... Pulls out a mithril dagger and he dives in the water. Uh, he, he pulls that dagger out as he's mid dive and he gets himself to there in front of Zeke's boat right next to the gator. All right. All right. And 
I think I can manage to try to stab him. Big damn hero. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah, trying. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Stormak has, like, how how far below the surface is this gator? The water is maybe eight feet deep, so it's, like, just overhead. Uh, so he's, like, only, like, a f- couple feet under. Okay, well, then Stormak's arm is above the surface of the water, swinging uh, in a big arc, and then and then he comes into the water, and here's the attack roll. That's a natural 20 Ooh. for a 27. Fuck yeah. With a plus one mithril dagger. Yes. And then that'll be a 16 to confirm. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Get it. Oh, unfortunately, a 16 is going to confirm. Yay! Kill it. All right, so that's 14 piercing or slashing damage. Nice, bro. Double fours. Is that only doing four damage? D4 damage? Yeah. Daggers. Double check that, yeah. Um, Why don't you describe that kill, buddy? I think he gets it right in the eyeball. Yeah. And it lets go of Joral as it goes limp and floats to the top of the water. Ezekiel Kane, roll me a luck roll. Okay. Ezekiel Kane rolls a luck roll. He's feeling lucky with a 15. You notice the splashing around the beef jerky stops. Joral comes up out of the water and she grabs the side of the boat and realizes there's no room for her in it. <laughs> She'll ready in action to climb up. <laughs> okay. And uh, Ezekiel Kane, it's your turn. Um, can I spend my move action to pull her into the boat? Um, you could. Uh, she's holding on to it and she was gonna climb up as soon as there was room. If she's going to ready, I mean, it's only a halfling and Jarl and me. Like, it's not crazy. Boat's a little rocking. She came a knocking. It's fine. We can pull her in the boat. Okay, fine. She's in the boat. You happy? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we go any further, uh, uh, last round... Uh, Stormak got that boat going to uh, 20 feet per round, and then he jumped out of it. Does it keep going this round? Yeah, it would, per the laws of physics. I, I agree. But yeah, we'll say it would go another 10. Okay. Uh, Wes, you're in command of that boat now. Uh, in command is a strong term. <laughs> <laughs> it's traveling 10, p- 10 feet. Kind of just along for the ride. Daisy's stuck in a boat to our lower right. By herself. Sid's traveling north in a boat. Our boat's rocking. So you pulled Joral up. Is there anything else on your turn? Yes. I'm going to drink an extract um, called Long Arms to extend my reach. All right. So his arms grow a little bit longer. Probably like... Four feet in either Very direction weird. as I'm holding a uh, rapier. And I yell at Joral and or Flora. I yell at Flora because she seems more 
George just flopped into the boat. She's wet. Sopping mess. I yell at Flora. Flora, if you don't paddle this boat, you might be in some trouble. And uh, my arms grow four feet long. Longer. Alright. With a rapier in one hand. Siak. Flora's up next. Well, she was like, she had one leg up on the edge of the boat and was ready to try to leap back to Daisy. She's not going to leave Daisy there by herself. And then you you were like, if you don't paddle the boat, she's, so she's like, uh, and she kind of like shakes her head a bit and jumps. Because <laughs> she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And she jumps. Give me an acrobatics roll. She doesn't, doesn't get this guy yet. Okay. You're right. I should have said that differently. Twelve. Do you want to use that dead gator as a springboard? <laughs> you said twelve? Yeah. All right. Well, that's definitely not going to be enough. Uh, well, you're gonna. We'll say yep. you land in the water, uh, ha- like halfway in between. Like there, next to the dead gator. Okay. And uh, you still have another action. And then she's uh, gonna swim to the boat. All right. From there. Sounds good. Paddle, paddle, paddle. Um. Do I have to roll something to swim? Usually swim. Yes. You're the only one that has to because you're a small creature. Rude. Uh, that was a 19 plus 2. 21. Alright, you're good. <laughs> Imagine go- calling someone a small creature to their face. Mm-hmm. How rude. <laughs> and at top of round 3 is Sidriel. Uh, Sid is going to delay. Okay. Little Froggy still gets his turn, though. Okay. It's a little Froggy... Just swims out 30 feet. And then maybe like another 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Kind of swims out around this uh, fallen down tree over here on the other side of the Blood Caymans. Alright. Uh, Stormax up next. He swims leisurely over to the boat and climbs up it and gets in. That was 20 feet of movement across the map. What do you want to call that? Well, give me a climb check to get up in the boat. Okay. 18. All right. To climb into the boat. You're good. And then uh, as a move action, I'll sheath my mithril dagger and say, Ready to go, Sid. Yeah, I'd like to get out of here, please. All right. That's my turn. We have a blood caiman up next. Not satisfied with the unreasonably small amount of beef jerky it was made to share with three of its friends. Blurky. Turkey jerky, maybe. It makes a beeline for this boat here. You don't want to eat that tasty frog that's right over there next to him? Let's see. It's a big old tasty frog. Splashing around. (laughs) It's corporeal, after all. Here, roll luck roll. See if it goes for the frog. 74. It does. It goes to the frog and attacks. Rolls a 5 for an 11. Ooh, not going to do it. All right. Pretty solid attack bonus. And then it's Ezekiel Kane's turn. Ezekiel Kane starts rowing as a full round action. If I start rowing, does that give me, like, it accelerates to 10 feet and then it 
it's going the next one. So as a full round, how far do I get? Ten feet. Okay. Uh, he moves it ten feet. All right. Paddling towards the island as fast as he can. Sid is going to hop back into rotation here. All right. And Sidriel hops back in. Sid is going to cast Glitter Dust, centered kind of the middle of all these. It's a 10-foot radius, so it should be able to hit all four caimans without affecting my special little frog friend. All right. <laughs> so they all need to make a DC 17 will save. We can do that. I hope they can. Will save. From left to right, does that work? Uh, we'll go... Yeah, left to right, bottom yeah. to top. All right. We got a seven, a three, or natural ones that fail anyways, uh, seven, <laughs> at nine. They are all blind. All right. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> blind caimans. Like 40 feet away, there's just a massive burst of glitter. They're blind and sparkling. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, whoa. What happened over there? They can't go invisible now. Nope. Also, I think if they try to go underwater, it's like a minus 40 to their stealth. So if they try to, like, dip underwater and sneak up also from the murky depths, we'll still be able to see them. Fuck them gators. Joral is up next, and she's just kind of laying in the back of the boat. She's like, oh, freaking dying back here, man. She's bleeding. She's, like, got bite marks all over her. She does not look good. Yes, there's not a whole lot she could do right now. He's very badly wounded. This gator starts splashing around violently, not knowing what to do because it's blinded. And he's going to start heading back. Uh, maybe roll in a random direction. I love that. Uh, he starts going this way. And then at the end of each of their turns, they get a, a fresh will save. All right. Uh, that's a 13. Fail. All right. Then Flora's up next. She's going to get back in the boat. Yep. Uh, climb check. Ooh, that's plus six. <laughs> well, that's a, that, I was admiring my bonus, and then I rolled a one. So that's a seven. <laughs> Can't fail skill checks, but still... Daisy comes up and starts licking your face. Come on, maybe maybe she grabs me by the armor and pulls me in, like those golden retrievers that panic when you're swimming in a pool. That's fair. Yeah, a little aid from Daisy, maybe? Can I get an assist? Roll luck roll. <laughs> okay. You're so lenient, Johnny. Thank you. <laughs> 79. All right, give Daisy a strength check to pull you up. Amazing. Okay. That was a natural 20 plus her four. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? She ripped you into the All boat right, and it. over it. You go fly into the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's way too strong. She's like a slingshot. Shoot! Um, yep. You get up in the boot. And Amazing. And it's another Blood Cayman's turn. Does that is that a full round to just get in? Even though I, you know, I fucked up my. Um, I guess you roll. But. You'd have an. Yeah, I guess you'd have a standard still. And the rowing was a full round. Okay. I don't know. But I guess it doesn't you, matter. You I fucked up climbing in the boat. Daisy pulled you into the boat. What could you possibly do when you got pulled into the boat after six seconds? Yeah. Probably not much. Mm -hmm. Stand up from prone. 
Yeah, there you get go. up, sit. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right, this came in. Random direction goes this way. First thing I do when I suddenly become blind for no known reason is run <laughs> off in a certain direction. It's an uncertain direction? No, you run back towards where you're comfortable well, to, right? I mean, where would they, where's their den? Whenever I'm mysteriously blind, as long as I'm just running in a direction, that, that makes me happy. <laughs> he will need to make a DC 10 acrobatics check to move faster than half speed, since he is blind. Right, well, they're doing nice. full round moves and doing... It's half speed. Gotcha. Uh, he rolled a seven for his save, so he's still blind. This one, one, two, three, four, five, six, goes this way. Rolls a natural 20. He's not blind anymore. So we got a few of them moving away from us, but one of them moving towards us. Yeah, so we murdered the one that moved toward us and tried to get past the rest of them. Hope the one that's not blind anymore doesn't want revenge. We sacrifice your happy frog for that one. Fine. Well, this, this is his final uh, round of existence anyway. Yep, and it's his turn. Yep, so he's going to try to chomp the... Uh, uh, he doesn't know that one's blind or not. He'll chomp the one that he's been... that tried to chomp him. Right on. And he chomps himself and poofs out of existence. <laughs> he just swallows himself whole. Yeah, like Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Natural one for the listener at home. <laughs> And then Stormax up next. Well, let's fire up this boat for another ten feet. That's my turn. Alright, this blood came in. He's going to chomp at the space <laughs> that the frog was just splashing in. Sees nothing there. And is going to head in a direction. An uncertain direction. At half speed. And then it is Ezekiel Kane's turn. Ezekiel Kane is going to uh, look at Jarl, who's dying in the boat. And she's like screaming, right? Bleeding out of so many things, right? Just, mm-hmm. She has so many cuts all over. She's piled back in the boat. The Cayman is floating on the surface next to us. I know that it's dying. The red, The water is turning red all around us. He uh, digs into a uh, pocket in his coat and um, puts a vial above her mouth and breaks it in his hand so the juice flows into her mouth. Um, She recovers. Yeah. (laughs) In the glass. She recovers uh, 1d8 plus 5, or 1d8 plus 4 hit points. Alright. Which is. Um, nine hit points. Alright, and then she takes four damage from the glass. <laughs> I mean, if you want to play it that way. <laughs> the glass was in my hand. Yeah, I'm just playing. You're wearing gloves. I don't think it works like that. <laughs> but sure. Some of, some of her guts that were like she was holding in, or her wounds start to heal up. And she starts breathing a little normally and looks up at you. She's like, oh, fi- thanks, mister. And then I and paddle any... as hard as I can, right? Can I can I make a five-foot movement at that point? Um, no. I mean, if you start paddling flavor-wise, but I mean... Flavor paddle. 
I'm flavor paddling is what I'm all about. You start <laughs> paddling. Sidriel Azerne. Ray Ray Ray. Uh, we are going to try to fuck this Cayman up. The one that's closest to us. Alright. You blind. You don't even know this is coming. Do that. Seven. No dice. Seventeen. Dice. <laughs> Seven points of piercing damage. There's two things in life. There's <laughs> dice. And there's no yeah. dice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Solid. Joral gets up, and uh, she's uh, just kind of being ready, looking over the side of the boat. She's going to ready an attack in case anything gets close. Grabs the oars and starts paddling, is what I was hoping you were going to say, but she didn't. Oh, oh, you started paddling. I guess she could take them from you. She's like, oh, you're better with the sword, mister. Let me get that. And she grabs the paddles, and she'll start moving. That's better. Up next is this, the northwest blood came in, uh, feels a little bit of that shallow water, the mud under its feet, and it starts heading towards shore. Uh, It's going to roll 10 on its will save. Fail. How long does the glitter dust last? Uh, Four rounds. All right. And then Flora's up next. She will begin to paddle. You said 10 feet? 10 feet. Go about your business. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> all right. Paddle and then figure out this damn boat. Daisy's standing up on the edge of the boat, barking at blood caimans. But also being a very good girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not tell her to bark at things. What? You don't want her to bark at enemies? If I had a at, dog... At home invaders? Barking at caimans that are floating around, I'd be like, shut up, and we could pass silently without without trace. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe maybe I do tell her to shut up, because those two are blind. So. <laughs> hey. All right. This one's going to get up onto some solid ground in these floating tr- tree trunks here and uh, start to hit the shore as he is still blind. He's bumping into shit. Uh, but he rolls at 12. No. All right, still Bad. blind. Uh, the one that is not blind all the way to the west is sees all that blood and splashing over here and is coming, going to get up to this boat and make a climb check. Makes it up on the side of the boat, ready to snap. No, hold on, before he does that, um, because I have 10-foot reach... You get a attack of opportunity. I sure do. Real quick. That's a 19 on the die. I'm sure that's going to hit. That's a crit? Oh, it sure is. A critical threat. Roll to confirm. Um, that's an 18 on the die, which I'm sure is going to critical threat yep. that. Oh, yeah. I forgot I'm using a rapier. So, yeah, it is. Ooh, nice. All right, that's uh, 2d6 plus 8. Two successful crits and one combat. Oh, snap. That's nice. I, f- I forgot. Thank you for reminding me, John. That's uh, that's really nice. Um, that's 6 plus 8 is 14 damage. Piercing. Woo! Badass hit. And you stab this thing as it's coming up at you, and it's... 
like snapping around flavorfully, not mechanically, because it double moved. <laughs> and uh, Stormak is up next. Alright, is everybody ready for this? Stormak rows the boat 20 feet. Let's do it. Stormak row the boat ashore. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Good. Try to job. keep up, Sid. <laughs> Try to keep um, up, Sid. <laughs> hey, you gotta move your token. It's like rubber banding in a video game. <laughs> it's rubber banding. <laughs> uh, this came in heads north and rolls a 14 on its will save. Wesley? It's a fail. It's, yeah, it's DC 17. Okay, 17. It will stay DC 17 till the end of time. Or until <laughs> I get smarter. Alright. Seek cane. You got a gator up on the side of your boat. Joral is oaring away behind you. He stabs again. Stabby stabby. Just to make sure. Oh, that's a, another natural 19. <laughs> With a three to confirm, but an actual hit for uh, five points of damage. All right. This thing is not looking good, but it is still up. And then it's Sidriel's turn. Sid uh, does not have a good shot on the other one. So I guess he'll try to shoot this blind one two more times. Um, I think I am in point blank shot range, though. You? Okay, that's a 19. Yeah. For four points of damage. Alright. And a 20 for four more points of damage. Alright. Thing is pretty beat up, but not down. Joral moves the boat. I'm gonna give the blood came in a check to stay on it. He rolls in that. 919. I think he's coming with you guys. <laughs> 20 feet. I mean, I don't I don't want to argue with you, but wouldn't it be like we could only move 10 feet because there's a giant fucking crocodile hanging on to the outside of our boat and she's like fighting it? Yeah, that makes sense. We'll just keep it at 10. Adding a bunch of weight and, like, it's all off-kilter. Yeah, it's trying. She's she's rowing her fucking heart out, and we're trying our best. But that cannon's mean. Uh, this cannon keeps going north. Gets into some mangrovey uh, foliage up here. And rolls a will save. That's a four. And <laughs> Flora, give me a perception check, uh, everybody. Yeah, okay. 13 for Flora. It's a 7 for Sid. 14 for Stormek. Natural 20 for 27. And a 14 for Daisy. Everyone's so focused on getting to shore and riding these boats and shooting these caimans, even though Ezekiel Kane 
is in the middle of fighting one off the side of his boat. Maybe that's why, because he's standing up looking to the side instead of straight ahead. He notices something large in the sky. At first it's just a dark shape between the trees, and then it's in front of the sun, so you can't really make it out. But then it swoops down. And with like a thundering pound, it lands right on top of this blood caiman, shattering these like half trees that are floating around on the muddy shore here, and roars a massive roar as you see this thing come down out of the sky. What is that? That's a lion with some wings and a scorpion tail. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. What? <laughs> it takes, picks up this blood caiman that's already wounded and blind, and it just tosses it up in the air and like catches it in its mouth and like rips it in half and then looks at you guys. Half rams. <laughs> oh man. And I think, I think that's where we're gonna leave it off for this week. Fucking what? Awesome. (laughs) Shit. Really excited about this. How's everyone else feeling? A griffin coming down just tearing. That's not a griffin. We know know exactly what that is. Hey, you want to roll a knowledge arcana? Do we? I mean, I know what it is. Yes. I mean, you called it a griffin, so I don't know if you do. (laughs) (laughs) That is a 26. It'll be a 13 for Stormac, unfortunately. I kind of want Knowledge I kinda want Surat to roll before I say anything. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Surat? Um, it's a 17 uh, with inspiration. Okay, you're going to use an inspiration to get an extra d6 on that? He gets it for free on Knowledge Checks. I sure do. That's right, if, you have a, if, you're, if you're trained in it. I'm trained in every knowledge. Almost. Almost. But you... You can't just let him have that. <laughs> I assume a 26. Just give him that. A, I, I assume a 26. Yeah, DC 15. It. That's a troll. That's a goddamn manticore. Yep. yep. It's a manticore. Oh, man. It's a manticore. And um, we can learn more about those next week. Yay. Fuck you. Holy shit. Oh my god.
Why, why boats? Fuck boats. This is why I stay on land. For real. It doesn't make any sense oh. to get I'm not, I'm not liking boats. It's very scary. Well, you're almost, you're almost to shore. <laughs> I mean, the shore doesn't look any friendlier than the boats were. <laughs> exactly. To be fair. We're still in the worst, worst place in the world. All right. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's your new tagline. <laughs>